here's a message from Ken Lavica. My head hurts. I just have such a massive headache between Gruden and Kyrie and Urban and the Dolphins. I'm headachey and I'm in pain and I'm trying to decide what's giving me the biggest pounding migraine. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Man, between Gruden emails... And Kyrie, IG Lives, what are we doing? What am I doing? Why are we doing this? It's just so much. And then you add in a dose of Dan Snyder in the Washington football team this morning, and I don't know what is more adverse to my health and to all of our collective health. Ken Levick alive with Keeley Ferguson. It's a Keeley Thursday here on Ken Levick Alive, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Hanging out with us, Captain Competent Joe Rigotti, here until 1 o'clock on the Energy Levy and Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sort of cloudy and depressing intracoastal. Uh, Keeley, how was the move? <laughs> I just got a death stare from Keeley. How did how did the always fun task of moving to a new home go, Keeley? And here's the thing. You know, we had movers that packed us and mm-hmm. unpacked us. Mm-hmm. But it's, oh my God, I just can't. I it, cannot. It's stressful. Well, and here's the thing. So we moved to a bigger place, yeah. but the home is older. So oh. there's, you know, people back in the day, really even people probably 20, 30 years ago, needed less space for things. So you might have a smaller bedroom because the bed is to go to sleep and make babies. Right, right. You know what I mean? So you're going to have a smaller bedroom and a smaller closet. People didn't have that many clothes. You're not going to have all this counter space and storage space in the mm-hmm. bathroom because people didn't people didn't need 50 11 things. Like yeah. I have a day skincare and I have a night skincare. Right. Like people don't need all that. Right, right. You just wash your face with soap and, and water you keep going. And people were like three and a half feet tall. So well, everything is small. And t- yeah. And, and then there's that. There are little people. So, but we're, we're getting there. I actually am just running in from cleaning our old place out to try oh, that's always you want to recoup some of that deposit yeah. money you know what i'm saying so i'm like this place is cleaner than when we moved in well i tell you what later on in the show i'll tell you about it maybe keely should have used florida cash home buyers we'll tell you about them <laughs> later on here ken levick nice. alive with keely ferguson today as we know thursday is her friday so this is your last time to catch her this week on wptv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 it is i i and because I haven't been taking my afternoon nap, I've been really struggling for the night show. So, I mean, last night I said, I'm legit going to fall asleep while yeah. I'm talking to Well, are you going to be able people. to take a nap today? That That's the plan when I go okay. to our new house because our new house is really close and it's three minutes away from the TV station. So it's super close. So that's that's the plan. Okay. But I don't know. Well, There's see, so much to do. Add an incentive to see tonight if Keely has napped or not. You might be. You might <laughs> you see can't tell. a TV first when she dozes <laughs> off mid-story, some high school football story on WPTV News Channel 5. Well, I'll say this. You can tell because I make more mistakes. Okay. Well, I don't want to see that. Well, I mean, make more mistakes in that my... my <laughs> My speech doesn't come out the way I want it to. <laughs> You're just not tripping qu- over. Not quite as crisp. Yeah. 
You my should mouth just own is it. juicy mouthed it. That's you know, fine. like extra you, spit in my throat. Yeah, a, a little wet mouth. I've been there. Trust <laughs> me. I'm just like, oh, Lord, just just make it through this VO. <laughs> we can make it through this VO, get a sound bite. I could take a take a breather, yeah. and then we can get back going. Get, get rid of the saliva that's accumulated in my <laughs> mouth, and we'll go from there. Uh, so we know by now, Kyrie Irving, technically, he's on the Brooklyn Nets, but he's not on the Brooklyn Nets right. because they've said if you can't, if you're not going to get your COVID-19 vaccine and and you're only going to be able to play road games, then it's probably better off if you're not with the team. And we're going to figure this out later, and hopefully somewhere down the road you get vaccinated. Well, for the first time, Kyrie Irving uh, spoke about his decision (laughs) not to get vaccinated. And why don't we take a listen to Kyrie on Instagram Live last night? Make these convictions yourself. Like I got to make these myself. Because it's going to continue to revolve around this and that. And, yo, you're going to lose out on money. and You're going to lose out on this. Like, so what? It's not about the money, baby. It's not always about the money. It's about choosing what's best for you. You think I really want to lose money? You think I really want to give up on my dream to go after a championship? You think I really just want to give up my job? You think I really just want to sit at home and 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 not go after the things with my teammates that I, I've been able to to grow with to learn with to learn that it takes sacrifice in this space so there's Kyrie a portion of his Instagram last night and he he wants you to know that it's not about the money with him he is standing for his convictions and uh, for him right now that means that he's in a tough spot but he's gonna he's gonna stand by what he believes and and Keely I suppose off of that me as a human being well, I don't agree with him with the COVID-19 non-vaccination mm-hmm. stands. Like, I, I, hey, he, he has convictions and he's standing by him. So at first listen, hey, hey that's, that's Kyrie's decision, right? But it's based in nothingness. If he were one of those people that said, you know, I'm, first off, the people that say I'm doing more research, they make my head hurt because I'm like, okay, at this point, this vaccine has been widely available well not widely available but been available it started being widely available probably around april but it became available to the public around december of last year so we're 10 months in and you're doing more research what are you researching nothing Uh, i find the the word sacrifice sacrifice that Kyrie uses interesting in there what it's like to sacrifice in this space with my teammates but making a sacrifice in this situation would mean that he actually went and got vaccinated Correct. to sacrifice for his teammates. So maybe not in that context, the best choice of word for Kyrie. You know what? Let's listen to more Kyrie from last night on Instagram Live. You think I want to give up my livelihood because of a mandate? Because I don't have accommodations? Because I'm unvaccinated? Come on. I'm not going to be used as an as as a person in this agenda you know like i i'm not i'm not even gonna speak on that i'm just saying like it should be not it should not be divided amongst all of us it should just be understood and respected and mind you once again i'm gonna repeat this is not about the nets it's not about the organization it's not about the nba it's not politics it's not any one thing so keely when I hear all of this, I'm sure to Kyrie when he says these words, it makes sense. He makes he he <laughs> thinks like I am I am speaking intellectually. I am I am being very smart here because I'm saying words and I'm making my case. But he to me is the perfect example of just because someone 
believes they're a deep thinker and someone says that they do their own research and someone says that they're a contrarian and they think outside the box, it actually doesn't mean that they're smart. It doesn't Mm -hmm. actually mean that they are an intellectual. Mm -hmm. And I think that Kyrie is the poster boy for that because he says all these words, but to me it's just word salad. And he never Mm -hmm. actually came out and said why he's opposed to any of this except that he's not a pawn what does that mean well right and it, it and again back to my earlier point it's based in nothingness what and he wants us to know that he's not going to be made to do anything but you are mm-hmm. Unless you live off the grid, you're made to do something. You're made to wear clothes in public. Not a single one of us started mm. off that way. That's society. Right. Society, we've, we have gotten together and said, you know, we should wear clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. And if you don't want to wear clothes, like you said, you can go off the grid. You can. Uh, you can uh, head to the outback. You can yeah. go to the Amazon. You could head to the remotest places of Nevada. Right. Um, uh, now, there are some homes, uh, sanctioned uh, government legal homes, where you can take off clothes mm-hmm. and interact with other people without clothes in Nevada. Right. But that's a whole different thing. I mean, Kyrie can do that if he wants. But again, he's and and they probably still have certain mm-hmm. mandates, yeah, you're right. if you will, that you have. To follow. And right. here's the thing, yes. Kyrie, you wherever you live, there's a mandate. Unless you unless you straight cash, homie. I know we're gonna talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but unless you just paid cash out for it. And even if you did, there were still rules you had to follow. Mm-hmm. You had to sign a piece of paper that said, I'm going to give you this amount of money for this thing. Mm-hmm. Your cell phone bill. I'm going to give you this amount of money for this thing. You follow rules. So I. So what kills me when people say, I'm not going to be made to do anything, but you're made to do everything. Yeah. yeah. And I listen, I respect Kyrie's decision. I don't agree with it. And I think that it is selfish in a in a in urgent still public health matter unlike anything we've seen in our lifetimes it is it is very selfish um but yeah i respect his decision but then he conversely has to respect my decision that i think he's being a dumbass like like, (laughs) i i I mean he's got to respect me thinking that he gives me such a headache because he is he is absolutely what social media largely has become. Mm-hmm. If you use big enough words and you cherry pick enough nonsense that's posted either on Facebook or on Reddit, then you too can convince people that you're mm-hmm. smart. And that doesn't mean you have common sense. Mm-hmm. And nothing about Kyrie right now is smart or commonsensical, and it gives me such a headache. And so I ask you, who is the biggest sports personality or sports team that it gives you a headache right now? The biggest sports personality or sports team that just flat out gives you a headache right now? Because for me, Kyrie is out front. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We have plenty of entries. It's not just Kyrie. Kyrie Irving, just, just again, he addressed it fine but it was all nonsense and Mm -hmm. i just get the sense that all of this is going to come down to him mid-season getting vaccinated and coming back to the nets like that's what it feels like well at this point he can't he you you can't because now you look uh, unless he all of a sudden gets a family then it makes sense but you as you are right now you have stood 10 toes down as the children say in this thing and, and all your fingers and thumbs. Mm-hmm. You have said, I'm not doing it. 
because his reasoning is not about the science. It's about the mandate. And on, on some level, I do get that being told that you have to do this thing basically yeah. to be a part of society. It's, it's human nature. People don't want to be told what to do. I totally understand that. But it doesn't mean that they're sheeple if they right. fall in line with the norms of society. Right. Because because we all do that. We don't we don't drive in the carpool lane when it's not time. <clears throat> we do, <laughs> we but we don't go flying a hundred miles an hour down I ninety five. Well, until you hit Dade County, and even then, <laughs> and uh, even that's then, that's the speed limit. Actually, what Dade. happens? The troopers say, "Oh no 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 no, right. we're not doing that." Right. You know why? Because you could kill people. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they say you need to take this vaccination? Because you could kill other people. Because I know people get confused. They're like, "But if you're vaccinated, why?" do I have to be be vaccinated? And one of the biggest issues is while we could both still get it, our viral load is different. Yeah. yeah. And or it's going to affect you in a different way if you're unvaccinated. So now you're clogging up for the people, somebody that just had a heart attack that needs to be seen. Right. And these are all things that anybody who's done their own research for 10 months now would have read. Right. And would have understood and would have taken to heart and would have then uh, subsequently executed the task of going to get vaccinated. It is no longer I'm doing my own research. It is I'm going to be stubborn and I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. It's not about the side effects. It's not about well, everyone else is. It's simply I don't want to do it and I don't give a damn about anybody. Else. Right. And that's where, where Kyrie sits. And this is the same Kyrie who... Not jokingly, not ironically, right. doubled down on being a flat earther. Right. I mean, not not even double down, but like triple and quadruple down. And what the Nets did was completely fair. Hey, if you can't be all in on us, like we've gone all in on you, then mm-hmm. sorry, for now, you're going to have to step away. And you're right, it's going to have to take a major backtrack from Kyrie, but I just have a feeling that while he's going to sit here and he's going to tell you how strong his convictions are, I'd be willing to bet once he realizes what he's missing out on and then the checks start start uh, becoming sparse, those convictions are going to start getting shipped away. At. Yeah, but uh, Kyrie, I will say, doesn't strike me as a person that has been foolish with his money. Mm-mm. So it seems like he can miss out on that money. and Because he didn't and do what okay. Andrew Wiggins and say, you know what, on second thought. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He has said, I am... I am all in on this not taking yeah. the jab, as they say. Yeah. You know, and I'll say this too, and I um, obviously I've only been doing this for a couple of weeks, but I was telling uh, a friend that sometimes this frustrates me as although my son is not immunocompromised, my son is autistic and my son goes to therapy every day. My son does 35 hours of behavioral therapy, 35 plus hours of mm-hmm. behavioral therapy. He does an hour of occupational therapy, an hour of speech therapy a week. If one of us gets sick, Anybody in the house, he can't go because he's in the house with it us. It blows and he has, up everything. And he has to stay out for days. My daughter, too, uh, uh, because she's in this uh, Palm Beach County School District, but she's in pre-K-3. So it's like, mm-hmm. eh. I mean, if you miss your colors today, I'm not really tripping. But I do get frustrated when he can't go. Yeah. And it's like, man, can you? And it's and that's my kid. What about people whose kids are immunocompromised? What about people whose family yeah. members are immunocompromised? Because it's like you're just thinking about you and your convictions and while i can appreciate that it is called a public health crisis for a reason yeah absolutely and and so this is for 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 Kyrie. 
I don't want this to turn into like the guy is worthless and useless. There are plenty of people like him that are still fighting this. Way too many people, in my opinion, in your opinion, in this country that are fighting this. But when it comes to uh, this particular conversation, Kyrie sometimes tries to, and this goes back to the flat earth, this goes back to just simply being a contrarian, uh, (laughs) smart people tend to get caught up in conspiracy theories. Want to know why? Because they want to be part of knowing something that the majority doesn't. (laughs) It's part of a, I know more than you, I know better than you. And that's what Kyrie tends to get swept up in. And Mm -hmm. that is what is happening Mm -hmm. right now. He's done a lot of good. And he's been a great influence. He's failing miserably here. But another thing that drives me crazy is when we look at Kyrie and say, oh, if he would advocate for the vaccine that could do so much for those who look up to him and so much for the black community no no no, no. I, I the, the black community doesn't need to take its lead from Kyrie Irving about getting vaccines nobody in the white community like who would be the equivalent like like me saying like oh Tom Hanks got vaccinated so hell I better I just feel like he's the face of white people I don't know why but like I hate that argument I hate that argument that oh Kyrie's letting down his people no he's not He's just being a dumbass. Like that, that's, it's not. It's not that complicated. Yeah, because when I went to the black people meeting last week, I don't. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't remember Kyrie coming yeah. coming up as the next and, Messiah. And just so I know, the black people meeting happens every Tuesday, seven o'clock. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Tuesday at seven is the black people yes. meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the player or sport the the sports personality or team that gives you the biggest headache eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. I want to talk about a team. For a moment, that's giving me a massive headache. And that's the Washington football team. (laughs) Because today, and this is after this long investigation, this is after Bruce Allen and the emails came out and John Gruden got caught up in it and now Gruden has to resign. The Washington football team announced that this Sunday, and I want to remind everybody, today is Thursday, that this Sunday, hey, we're going to retire Sean Taylor's number. And they announced it four, counted four days before it's going to happen. So on its face, you say, huh, that timing seems odd where you're going to honor one of your all-time greats who was slain uh, over a decade ago. But you know what? We've had a rough couple of days in news. And you know, oh, oh, by the way, we're going to retire the number of Sean Taylor. Seems a bit disingenuous. Seems like the timing doesn't quite add up. That's just me. That's just me talking here. The Washington football team has given four days notice that Sean Taylor is having his number retired. There is no way, nobody can tell me otherwise, that this wasn't a spur of the moment. Uh, Yeah, we're going to do this because of all of the bad Washington football team news over the last three days. And it's unbelievably low and slimy and disrespectful and becoming of Dan Snyder, the owner of that team. So let me ask you this, Mm -hmm. just to be a contrarian for a second. Okay, Kyrie. Yeah, I know, right? What would make you think otherwise like so if they would have announced on monday that they were going to announce uh, they were going to retire his number on sunday mm-hmm. or should they have announced it on friday or saturday to make you not think that because i never thought about that but i'm just curious what they what should do is like every other team does when they're going to retire a number and that is during the off season announce it and make sure all the season ticket holders know 
and make sure that it's circled on the calendar mm. and it becomes I've never I've never in my life seen any team at any level announce four days beforehand, let alone a professional team, mm-hmm. let alone a storied franchise like that one that lives off of its history four days beforehand that they're retiring a number. Like that is if if that is part of their plan. And actually, let me read you. I'm going to read you the response from the Washington football team. John Keim covers uh, Washington football team, ESPN, NFL Nation. A statement from a Washington football team spokesperson sent him the following. We've been planning this weekend's tribute to Sean Taylor since before the start of the season in partnership with Sean Taylor's family and as part of our alumni weekend activities. We're looking forward to the opportunity to rededicate Sean Taylor Road with Sean Taylor's friends, family, and team alumni, and we're excited to officially retire his jersey during the game with our fans and alumni president as part of our alumni homecoming weekend activities. We apologize to fans who would have liked more notice and will continue to share with fans ways we will be celebrating Sean Taylor's legacy. (laughs) <laughs> so fine if it wasn't disingenuous and disingenuous and simply a timing thing to try and put all of the bad news of the past four or five days behind them then it is the apex of incompetence that now that might we i can go for that that is that is if that is the case that they always met and a celebration of sean taylor and actually retiring his jersey are two different things mm. so i also think this is what happened they had planned to do something for him. They didn't tell the fans, which is which is bad in and of itself. But after the last couple of days of Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen, Bruce Allen, Washington football team, uh, disgusting harassment, all this, John Gruden. So, oh, yeah. In addition, we're going to retire his number. Right. Because they've always been mired in controversy, though. That always. team has. And so, and, and that's what gave me pause when you said you feel like they're doing it just for this reason and I said well but why now you could have done that I mean because to your point he passed away I mean 2007 right when I moved down here over 10 years ago so they could they could have pulled this card at any time totally at any time yep they could have pulled this during the the mascot thing yeah they could any time they could have pulled it so why now so maybe your earlier point your second point it's just the epitome of incompetence because it's a poorly run organization (laughs) yes that that is a fact you know and, you know, there there are, yeah, there are several layers to this. It's the timing that seems very suspect. And if they did take this opportunity to pull this card out because of the bad news, that is the slimiest. That's the lowest of low. Like, that is... You seem surprised. Uh, no, I, you're, you're exactly <laughs> right. Like, I shouldn't be surprised with an organization that uh, had its cheerleaders take topless photos, forced them to do it, and then uh, proceeded to disperse the topless photos throughout NFL front offices. So... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Also, <laughs> ask my question. An organization of sexual harassment in the workplace. Uh, also, mistreatment of staff. Uh, not to mention just the most toxic culture. Not to mention uh, dealings with players that are suspect. Uh, an owner that would not back off of uh, uh, of the the nickname of the team, and then finally, when the pressure got enough, backed off of his convictions, like we were talking about with Kyrie. And said, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Uh, the all this bad news is coming out. So here's what I'm going to do. We're not going to be the Redskins anymore. Mm-hmm. That absolutely was timing. He was stubborn on it before he yes. until he couldn't be stubborn right. anymore. So yeah, you're right. This is not surprising that a it took them 14 years to do it. B that they chose this week and four days beforehand to say ah yeah 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 number retired. 
uh, and C, that they never um, notified the fans that this was happening. So I... I know about the the topless photos, but you said that they were made to take them. Explain that to me. Uh, There are a number of accounts, Washington Post and also uh, the New York Times, that have accounts from the cheerleaders where they said that they were threatened uh, with their place on the team if they did not adhere to taking these photos in Costa Rica during the photo shooting question. Quit the team. Yeah, they they, they probably... Yeah, and then, they probably and, that, and that just because my only thing. I mean, you're no no offense to dance teams and cheerleaders or anything like that. I was a cheerleader in high school, but that is not about to make or break your career. I know mm-hmm. you really want to do it, mm-hmm. but what what's more important, your dignity or your place? I also team? I think in the moment it's probably it feels like peer pressure. Yeah. I get it, and I think that becomes kind of should be our message to young women in general you know you don't have to do these things for for what totally for a place on the team because then then you continue to be mired in this victimhood as a woman yeah you continue to be people made me do it they made me do it you could have said no you really you really can yeah because you obviously have to weigh it out it's kind of like the vaccine mandate in a sense you can say no now, this vaccine mandate, that's going to cause you a bigger headache if you say no. If you say no to this, you're going to lose your place sure. on, on the cheerleading squad. Sure. The, the fact that it even that happened, you can't though. do anymore, by the way, when you're like 30. So Yeah, yeah, you got to cut it off at some point. You're, you're, you're yeah. going to age out pretty soon. So it's like, well, just yeah. early retirement. But the, the fact that it even was broached, like that, that, that is that's an disgusting issue. in we and can, of itself. We, we, and we can have that conversation. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. right. But, but if you keep if you tell people no enough times, they may go. You know what I mean. <laughs> if we all tell them no, yeah, what are they gonna do? Yeah, are they gonna kick us all off the team? And then people have more power than they think they have. Oh, and yeah, I think that be, sure. that becomes my issue sometimes sure. where people yeah. are like somebody made me do it. Now, uh, grant, granted, this is me at forty two saying you've this. Seen, you've, you've experienced <laughs> some things. You've seen some things. Right. Right. Yeah. right. I've seen some things, and and you and you know to say no as you get as you get older. For sure, it is much easier to say no once you you get older. You always think everything the next thing is going to be your big break, and what if you miss out on that opportunity? And then once you hit like my age and Keely's age, it's like I'll bleep it. I don't care anymore. Like let's just let's it's day to day. Everything everything is day to day. But the, the Washington football team, whether it is just slimy timing of trying to put bad news in the rearview mirror and suddenly springing a Sean Taylor jersey, because it's not just. Washington football team fans, it's Canes fans too that you're selling short, that you are you are disrespecting with something like that, or just sheer incompetence on the Washington football team's part as well to tell people four days beforehand that it's actually happening. Kyrie, he's a huge headache. Washington football team, that's a massive headache. Which sports personality or sports team gives you right now the biggest headache? Maybe it's Urban Meyer not coaching a QB sneak to Trevor Lawrence so they don't feel comfortable running it in a game. <laughs> I get that too. Which sports personality or team gives you the biggest headache right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. And uh, by the way, uh, topless photos of me, $25. All you have to do is DM me, okay? 888-765. 25. I'm, I, it, they're not that great, okay? I just need a little cash on the side and that's why i thought maybe 25 is a little high 
Oh, 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 you went that direction. Uh, that was yeah. disrespectful. Unbelievable. I have some peck definition. Uh, <laughs> Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 22, kind of 22 years of sending its students into the sports industry. Uh, the NFL, the NHL. Major League Baseball, big-time college conferences like the ACC, local sports commissions like the Palm Beach County Sports Commission, the great George Lindley. He has his MBA in sport management from FAU. This is your red carpet into the sports industry. We love having him aboard. I've known Dr. Jim Reardon for a long time, and the best thing about Dr. Reardon is that he's bringing in professors that are in the sports industry. You're learning firsthand knowledge. You're not learning things from someone who last worked in the sports industry in 1987. They're currently in the sports industry. They're around it. They know the trends. They know the newest techniques. It's modern, and that's why you're so prepared once you get your MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. Go to fau.edu slash MBA sport. Check them out online. Check out the information. Make sure it's right for you. You can take courses on campus in Boca Raton or online. All it takes is a click to fau.edu slash MBA sport. The FAU MBA sport management program nationally and internationally renowned. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport. We'll get to uh, your Twitter replies to what the uh, sports personality and sports team that gives you the biggest headache is. And also the John Gruden situation continues to uh, uh, be unveiled in Las Vegas. Derek Carr spoke for the first time yesterday and I just need to pick Keeley's mind need her to translate some things for me because I'm not intelligent enough to fully grasp this okay I, I need your guidance when we come back that is a <laughs> that is an endorsement of my stupidity <laughs> Keeley Ferguson WPTV News Channel 5 WFLX Fox 29 Joe Rigotti he's Captain Competent I'm Ken Levick I'm live on ESPN 106.3 in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I need a little Derek Carr translation from Keeley in a moment, and we will get to your tweets about the biggest headache that you get, sports personality, sports team. For me, Kyrie, He's the the sports personality who's giving me the biggest headache right now. We get it, man. You don't want to get the vaccine. I think it's selfish. Fine. You're sticking by your convictions. But then your explanation is just complete word salad nonsense. You didn't tell us anything last night in your explanation other than uh, that, you know, big words. And you don't want the Nets to be mad at you. Like That that literally was (laughs) how all of that came off. And then with the Washington football team, Maybe it's slimy because they scheduled the Sean Taylor jersey retirement uh, with four days until the event's going to happen after a week of terrible press because of the emails, or they're just flat-out incompetent scheduling a jersey retirement four days before it happens and not months before like every other sports organization in the history of competition has done. (laughs) But they give me a headache as well. Keely Ferguson, I'm giving her a headache big time. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. But it's part of my channel. I give headaches and people accept them and embrace them and love them. It's a good a good headache to have. Mm. It makes you feel something. Does it? 
<laughs> makes you feel something, not necessarily good, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> it's like, where's the nearest acetaminophen? <laughs> Thousand milligrams, me, please. give me some pills, please. <laughs> Keely on TV tonight, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, don't forget the uh, Ken Levick Alive podcast. It's free wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to it. It comes right to your device every single day. And we're going to be playing some Bud Light Brown distributing weekend warriors oh, in about 15 minutes time or so. Uh, so... Let's go to Twitter real quick. Which sports personality or team causes you the biggest headache? Uh, Finhead tweets, every team in Miami not named the Heat. <laughs> Dolphins, that's a big headache. Yeah. Marlins, they're just sort of like there. It's like the sometimes when you're stressed out, that little pain you get in your temple, it's not yeah. enough to like de- debilitate you, but it's enough for you to like, just be like, this is annoying. Like, that's the Marlins. Yeah. That's definitely the Marlins. And... But like, the Panthers, I feel like the Panthers bring some joy. Once they like, get into the playoffs, then it's a headache. But I'm excited about the Panthers starting tonight. Want to give us a Panthers breakdown, Keely? <clears throat> you give us one. Because the reason that person was talking about that, they did not mean the Panthers. <laughs> no shade to Panthers fans. But this, this <laughs> they did not need the Panthers. This ain't hockey country. Uh-uh. That's true. It's now, not. Here's, here, let me just give you an insight on what I did right there, okay? So when I'm trying to go through the South Florida teams – I, I don't like when people send me angry tweets. And I know, because hockey fans are a passionate, mm-hmm. irrational bunch. And <laughs> if I didn't mention the Panthers, they were going to be angry tweets. Because mm. they never, ever, ever complain about me not talking about the Panthers. But what they do, if I mention the Panthers and I say something bad about them or say something incorrect about them, that's when the tweets come. Well, I can get that. Because it's like you never show me any any love. And then when you do talk about me, it's to criticize me. I can get that. Well, not even criticize. But say I pronounce a name, a long Russian name wrong. Now, listen, you got to get your Russian names together. I, I'm not good with Russian names, though, either. I, I don't <laughs> even think Russians are good with Russian names, actually. <laughs> uh, Jensen Jennings says that Tom Brady gives him the biggest headache. See, I'm over that. I was that. thinking about him, too. I'm over Tom Brady giving me a headache, though. I've embraced him now. I just appreciate him. You know why Tom Brady is giving me a headache, particularly leading into the Patriots game? Tom Brady reminds me of that kid whose parents sheltered them, and then they got to college and got wild. And it's like, I couldn't talk when I was in New England. And now I'm just going to yeah. tell you everything. Or it's like the pastor's daughter. <laughs> I like that example a little bit more. So uh, the reason I like that example, though, is I... Um, Didn't you date a pastor's daughter or something? No. So here's what happened. I, I moved to Madison after college. Madison, yeah. Wisconsin. Uh, made me realize if I went to the University of Wisconsin, I would have failed out in 30 seconds. I mean, it would have been it. Uh, but I met a, um, a, a Mormon girl uh-huh. who had fallen off the wagon. And let me tell you, she was awesome. <laughs> like all of the like suppressed, like um, maturing anxiety that she was never able to to like vent throughout high school and college uh-huh. because she had like standards and morals. Once she lost the morals, I mean, she was. Fa- I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. I feel like this conversation can go left real fast, so I'm just going to say nothing and laugh. It was good. I'm just saying. Yes, I'm sure. It was a good year in the life of, uh, of Ken Levick, and I think for her, too, but definitely for Ken Levick. Uh, Steve <laughs> Thomas tweets that uh, biggest headache sports personality is Ken Levicka. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Appreciate that. Aww. I get it. Somebody's going to need to give Ken a hug. After. Ken, I feel like you should have a professional hugger. 
after the show. I feel like you you will need the hug. I kind of <laughs> I like uh like just consolation like yeah. uh, get done like, and so, someone to just like rub my back. I don't even need like a full hug. I just need a little back rub and then I'm good. Not like a even a uh, like a massage. Just like a hey pal, that was okay. You did all right. Like just an encouragement, a, a pick me up, if you will. <laughs> so not a full hug, just a no. I don't need a full a hug. pat on the back. Yeah, a pat on the back. We're still in COVID times. It would have to be gotcha. a masked hug. I like to be careful. Uh, so uh, I I want to get to Derek Carr and Gruden, uh, but I want to do that right after we talk with Pat Lawler of Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys because Pat is our sports agent and sports law insider and. Oh, yeah, some things happened this week that probably pertain to sports agents and sports insiders as well. And so this is a good time for him to join us. And, uh, again, it is Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Go to wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Pat, an NFL agent for over 20 years. He represented players like Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, and he has spent the last five years as an adjunct professor teaching sports law in the FAU MBA sport management program under dr jim reardon so uh there there's no one better to talk to about this and he joins us every week here on ken levick alive uh pat it has been busy you've been observing all of this and i suppose as we decide where to start uh let's open with this uh the significance of john gruden resigning over being fired is what uh, it depends, to be honest with you. Usually when you resign, you give up a lot of your rights to your, your money because you're, in, in the public terms, you're almost giving up the ability to challenge it. You said, uh, I was wrong, I'm getting out. A lot of people think it's pride that I resigned versus getting fired. But getting fired could uh, have an issue which happened. I go over cases in my class dealing with Polini at FAU, Jim Levitt at USF, and mm-hmm. a coach is fired they have a much better basis for seeking legal action for unpaid uh, um, salary and other benefits. So this potentially could work in the Raiders' favor when it comes to any additional uh, money that they would have to pay John Gruden. That makes sense. Uh, is there any legal recourse, you think, with Gruden uh, that he can take after being caught up in an investigation that wasn't actually focused on him, or is he just going to have to eat this? Collateral damage, my friend. Yeah. Like I tell my clients, if you're going to put out emails, text, social media, you might file fly a plane with it down A1A and on the beach because it could come back and bite you in the bottom, and yeah. that's what happened. It's public. In this case, yeah, it's private, but it's sent to the NFL team with Allen, and they have a contract and agreement with the NFL and that it's no longer private and that if they do an investigation, any communication with anybody, they lose that uh, sense of privacy. So Gruden really doesn't have any legal, uh, in my opinion, any legal recourse for those emails coming out. The point you just made that I that I talked about yesterday, the fact that John Gruden is sending these emails to someone who is using his team account, he's a team president, and his team email account is, forget the offensive nature of the emails for a moment, that's just dumb. That's just really, really stupid and uh, lacks any sort of uh, of common sense. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Check them out online, wanttolawyerup.com. Decades of trial experience. They're getting you... The compensation you deserve for all personal injury matters, that's wanttolawyerup.com. And again, long-time NFL agent and NFL agent insider, sports agent insider, sports law insider, Pat Lawler with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Let's switch gears to the Nets and to Kyrie Irving. The Nets trying to recoup money 
from Kyrie. How big a battle is this going to become? Is it going to depend on how long uh, this holdout or whatever we want to call it is from Kyrie Irving? Uh, I think it's going to be a battle for sure. This is where the union steps in. Uh, and it does depend on how long it's going to take and the amount of money involved. Once the season gets started, it also comes down to success. I mean, this is where the teammates start to grumble. They start to get upset, you know, and that, uh, you know, obviously these agreements between the player and the team have the requirements that when the team requests that they do something and they don't do it, it could be seen as, quote, insubordination. But this is such a unique thing, Ken, because it's a requirement dictated by the state of New York and the city. Yeah, uh, that he'd be vaccinated to play at the arena. So it it deals with some things of first impression that nobody's ever seen. So it's going to be interesting. And as we know, Kyrie has a very strong individual will. So this is going to be a battle. And here's the tough part about that. There's only 19 players not vaccinated now in the NBA. Kyrie very much is on an island with this. So when the NBA Players Association is trying to represent him in the the best way they see fit, that's going to end up, it feels like, not being maybe as strong a defense as he would get in another business matter because they've really sort of bought into the NBA proposal. This was a joint agreement that was come to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He he is is almost going solo, and it it comes down to, Ken, two things. One, all the other players want you to be vaccinated, because of the essence of the sport. I mean, if there's any sport where you're sweating all over each other, mm-hmm. besides maybe MMA, uh, this is one of them. And you get a, a breakout or in any type of COVID, games are shut down, people lose money, and they start pointing the finger. And and uh, that's why they did this. I think it's a smart thing. And uh, these players are going to continue to hold out at their own detriment. And I agree the PA might not be as aggressive as they would have been if all the players are behind it. Uh, so you're in Rock Nation. You're representing Kyrie Irving. What are your communications like with him right now? You obviously want to support him, but but how do you navigate through this? Well, you do two or three things. One, obviously, you talk about the money involved. Two, you talk about what is the success rate. I would be in constant contact with the union on how aggressive they are going to be. And then, you know, obviously he's a high-profile guy and, and agents make money off their players and they don't want to lose them. So you want to support them, but you're supporting them in a position which all the other players don't agree with. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where it's a really rock nation. It's, you know, they've got to walk a fine line, and, and the uniqueness of Kyrie even makes it worse. Um, by the way, a very pertinent question. Uh, do do I do I give headaches regularly? Someone says that I'm their biggest source of sports-related headaches. Uh, how do you consume that, Pat? Uh, they need to take some Tylenol. Yeah. Uh, I think <laughs> I don't know where uh, they must be prone to easy headaches because you're addressing the issues out there, and you're one of the best sports commentators I've ever heard. I told you that many times, Pat. You are the man. And see, that's a pick-me-up. That's what I needed. That was sort of the hug that Keeley was, was saying that I needed after every show. So I appreciate you that, do. Pat. Yeah. Uh, Pat. No worries. Awesome stuff as always. And again, there's a reason as our sports agent insider and our sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive, he just knows what the hell he's talking about. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. Pat, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right, Ken. Guys, be good. All right. That's Pat Lawler again. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Decades of trial experience at Lawler & Associates, slip and fall, uh, automobile accident, 
motorcycle accident, boating accident. He wants to get you what you deserve. His whole staff wants to get you what you deserve. Go to wanttolawyerup.com. All right, Keely, it's uh, it's translation time because I think I may have taken this the wrong way and maybe I'm being too harsh on Derek Carr, who met with the media yesterday. And so I... I texted, just a, a little peek behind the curtain here, I texted Keely this morning, and I texted her, is Gruden a victim? And the response I got from Keeley suggested to me that Keeley thought, I thought John Gruden was a victim. Because there seemed there was a little bit of an edge to the response that <laughs> Keeley gave me. Like, it was... You got- why? Wait a minute. And that was not what I said. See, what was my response? Let's see. You Hold see, on, how, you see how the media gets the story wrong, Joe? <laughs> you see? Because that was not what I said. What oh, say? here we go. Is Gruden a victim? That was my tweet. Uh-huh. And you replied, of? Okay. So that seems like Captain Competent. Is that a little bit of an edge? Like, of? And the reason I, I texted you that. Is because that's edge. That was a neutral question. Because <laughs> I'm like a victim of what? I mean, you a victim of cancel culture? Mm-hmm. A victim of? Um, is it is um, it false what he's saying? Is he ro- wrongfully accused of being a racist or a misogynist? Or is he? Did he make some racist and misogynistic and homophobic quotes? But does that mean that's who he is? Like, what are you asking me yeah. to be a victim of? Yeah, you know what? Now that you'd put it that way, you're right. There wasn't that much edge to it. I just took it that way. That you probably sure says did. something about me. Uh, <laughs> but but I I asked that question because I had just read I'd read Derek Carr's comments from yesterday mm-hmm. about the NFL opening up emails mm-hmm. of everybody, every executive. I want to I want to listen to Derek Carr from yesterday. And to me, my initial reading of these quotes, I'm like, you know what? I think Derek Carr is, yeah, my coach did something bad, but so many other people do it, trying to make John Gruden feel like, or make him out to be a bit of a victim in a situation where this is a wide problem in the NFL, so why just pick on John? Because we mm-hmm. tend to, this person did something crappy, but what about this person who did something crappy? What about we love to like do, the people call it, We yes. love to mm-hmm. do the what aboutism. Mm-hmm. But I want you to listen to Derek Carr, and my initial thought was, he's trying to make John Gruden out to be a victim. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the man, right? Um, you know, and I, uh, you know, I hate... You know, uh, you know, you hate you hate the sin. You know, like for me, you hate for anybody. No one's perfect. You know, if we just started opening up everybody's private emails and texts, you know, people would start sweating a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Um, hopefully, hopefully not too many. You know, uh, but maybe that's what they should do for all coaches and GMs and owners from now on. Is open up. You got to open up everything. You know, see what happens. So I listened to it a couple of times when I got in. Mm-hmm. And my initial thought that he was trying to make John Gruden not to be a victim because a lot of other people do it. The what about is him? After listening to it, maybe I was wrong about it, and maybe he's speaking to this is a, a, a deep seated problem that we need to continue to dig into, and not necessarily focusing it completely on John Gruden being singled out mm-hmm. as one of those people. How did you consume that? I, I, I mean, I have so many thoughts. I was talking to uh, your good friend and, and mine. Well, he's just my producer. We're not really friends. Brian Mint, Love and Rowitz. <laughs> wow. I'm just like, we are friends. We are friends. Wow. No, we are friends. I love Brian. I really do. And and when he and I have these conversations, if you listen to us, I sound more like a conservative and he sounds more like a liberal. I'm not saying I'm a conservative, but I ask 
questions because some things just kind of start to not make sense to me mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, this was seven years worth of emails and you found four. Does that speak to who he is, who he is who he, or who he was? Does that speak to something he said in the moment or does that speak to his entire character? I don't know. Because because I will say this. I hate when people go, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Cut it out. Oh, yes, that's yes, such yes, nonsense. Yes, you do. I don't know why people say that. Just because yeah. you don't go into into crowded rooms yelling the N-word doesn't, <laughs> right, <laughs> doesn't right. make you not a racist. Yeah. But I will say okay. I, I don't – I'm not saying he shouldn't lose his job. Well, I don't even know if people should lose their jobs. I think people should take a time out for some time. But, it, but you have to explain why to me. Because all you're doing – because you're sending a message that that language won't be tolerated. Mm-hmm. But people still think that way. And people will still say that. They're just more careful about where they say it. They just oh, yeah. won't do it on public emails or on text messages. Yeah. But they'll say it at their kitchen table. So have you really changed that? Yeah. What we were saying Tuesday, Dean and I were saying Tuesday, John Gruden's a perfect example of being one way publicly. And then when you think no one's watching or listening except your inner circle, you talk another way. And you act another way. But most people do that. People in general. Do you know how much crap a lot of black people talk about white people? A lot. Pe- people do it on stages. People yeah. in, I had never heard the C word that rhymes with lacquer so many times until I moved to Florida. <laughs> I was like, who? People really talk like people use that word? That's not a word I use, but people use that word. Or if you remember, because um, I don't know what is a slur and what isn't, so I won't say the words. But if you remember, now granted the show was in the 70s, but George Jefferson used to call Tom Willis the H word that rhymes with donkey all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? White people don't care. And so I would like for us as more marginalized communities to get to a point where we don't care what some random almost 60-year-old white dude from the Midwest said in an email in 2011 about another dude. So what he said about Demora Smith ain't got nothing to do with me. What does it have to do with me? And what I mean, does it, it have to do car- with you, Randy Moss? It's a cartoonish generalization, almost laughable in how aged that type of trope is. Like, it, I, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm not going to cry about that. No, but if the Raiders <laughs> think that uh, this is bad and this isn't going to play well in the locker room and this isn't going to play well to the fan base, they have every damn right to say, hey, uh, dude, later. I get that, and I get that. And if we want to talk about we think this person is bad for our locker room, we can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. If we want to talk about this person should be banned from all places in society, like this is a cultural thing, I don't know if that's a cultural thing that he was doing. I don't know. And that's just me asking questions. I just don't. Sometimes when people start crying on TV, I don't. I'm like, what? What, yeah. does, what does that have to do I see what with what saying. happened to you yeah. in high school? And clearly you're not that affected by it because yeah. the partners you choose look a lot like John Green. Maybe it's someone you felt was one way and then they're completely different based on the language they're using and that's disappointing to you. But I agree. There was some performance art that has gone on over the last couple of days where it's like, guys, like, come on. But again, what would he think about the stuff you probably say? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, I... Uh, like I'm a, saying, are you fly, or, or is the N-word flying around at your house? That's a different story. We can't be cool. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But if something and you said... And by the said, way, it's not. I just want to be abundantly clear, okay? Okay? <laughs> but it does not. But if something you said in in an email that was dumb, now if we want to talk about how dumb you are, hey, we can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But if something you said in an email about somebody else 
But that's not but that's not your everyday interaction with other people that yeah. look like that. So what does that what does that say? Did you reach for the low hanging fruit? Did you feel like this is what I want to pick? Did you feel like and w- at what point do you say somebody has a big nose or big ears or big, and that's OK? I yeah. don't know. And I'm not saying it was right what he did. I'm just trying to figure out where are we? I don't know where we are anymore. By the way, as a white guy, <laughs> I can say it. The C word she was talking about is cracker. <laughs> And I well, think see, it's I don't funny. know. I don't know what the FCC says you can and can't say. So I say, I just say what it rhymes with. Cracker. <laughs> Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. Hey, we're going to play a game. We're going to play a game. Good God, are we late. We're going to play a game. Sorry, Captain Competent. I'll eat this, okay? But I want to make sure that we get this done correctly. Bud Light, Brown Distributing, Weekend Warriors. I'll give the number. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll roll through these. It's a kicker edition. We're getting crazy. Your chance to win a $100 gift card, Bud Light, you can just put it in your belly, okay? $100 gift card, Weekend Warriors. It's our version of fantasy. We're doing kickers. We're picking kickers. You select a kicker of the five I give, the highest projected kickers in fantasy this NFL uh, weekend, and we're going to play next. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Get in quick because this fills up in a hurry. 888-760-3776. We're getting our contestants lined up for Weekend Warriors, brought to you by Bud Light and Braun Distributing. It's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. All right, let's do it. We're playing for a $100 gift card to a local establishment, TBD. $100 gift card to a local establishment. Bud Light, Brown Distributing, Weekend Warriors. It's the fantasy game that has swept Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. There's nothing bigger. People have it on the tip of their tongue every single Thursday, Keely. I'm telling you, that actually happens. What's it called again? Weekend Warriors. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Now, Keely will be playing. She cannot win, but if she does win, it carries over to next week, and none of you people win a damn thing, okay? Uh, kicker. Edition. Let me give the five kickers. Highest projected fantasy kickers here this week in the NFL. Ryan Suckup, Tampa Bay. They're at Philadelphia. Ryan Santoso, the Lions. They're home against Cincinnati. You also have Matt Gay, Rams, at the Giants. Justin Tucker, Baltimore, hosting the Chargers. And Harrison Butker, Chiefs, at the Washington football team. Oh, yeah, by the way, they're retiring Sean Taylor's jersey. They just decided to announce it four <laughs> days beforehand. Let's start with Shane in Lake Worth. Shane, suck up, Santoso, Gay, Tucker, or Butker. Who are you going with? Oh, man, I'm going to go with Mr. Gay and, and the Rams. All right, I'm sure you're big on the best kickers in the NFL. Appreciate it, Shane. By the way, kickers, this is hilarious because I guarantee you at least four of these guys hit a goalpost this weekend. <laughs> Lee in West Palm. Uh, Matt Gay is off the board. So is it Ryan Suckup, Ryan Santoso, Justin Tucker, or Harrison Butker? Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Excellent. Appreciate that. By the way, I love saying Harrison Butker. Kelly in Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, suck up. Santoso or Butker? I will take Butker. Yeah, let's go, Kelly. Kelly takes Butker, which means I can't say that anymore. <laughs> so, Mark in West Palm, it is up to you. Are you taking Ryan Suckup or Ryan Santoso? Uh, let's go Suckup. All right, Ryan Suckup. That means, Keely, 
Lucky you, Ryan Santoso of the Lions is who you have against uh, the Bengals. You excited? I wanted Tucker. Too bad. It's not how the game works. $100 gift card, Brown Distributing, Bud Light, Weekend Warriors. Keely, thank you. We'll do it again next week. Okay, I'll be here. Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. See if she stays awake tonight on the news. <laughs> Captain Competent Joe Rigotti covering my ass more than he needs to. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.